Welcome to the Teach Me Good podcast with your host, Art Kai. Soon you'll hear from him and his friend, Fernando, and later they'll talk to a special guest who will teach them about something. Not everything will be accurate, but hey, we're all just trying our best out here. Yee-haw! Enjoy. Torrent, Fernando, hello. That was such a gentle way to come in. Hey, guys. Hey guys, what's up? (laughs) I'm here. That's more like it. This jockey. (laughs) We're here. Welcome to Fernando's Bar Mitzvah. Uh, I love that Conan hair flip you're doing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, only the people who watch the the video clips will (laughs) will see it. Um, We don't actually actually release any of the video clips, but uh, we should. The whole pod on video. Guys, it's been a while (laughs) since we potted. It's been too it's, long. It has it's been, been two weeks. It's been, it's been like seven days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's not wrong. Uh, we did actually recently pod with the Patreon episode, so it wasn't actually that long. But <laughs> I think talking to a guest, it has been a little a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm nervous. What if I'm like not as you know keen as I was in the past? You know? Of course, what if I like forget something? What if I like mess up a word? Yeah. You yeah. know? You yeah, do that all the for time. For the first time. What if you mess up a word for the first time ever <laughs> on the pod? And it's when, it comes, when it comes with practice, dude. Yeah. I was like, I was like swinging around, dude. I, I, I did callbacks, you know? Sure. Yeah. This is what happens. And this is actually related to what we're talking about today, um, which very much deals with, I think, practice and repetition and um, just uh, vig- vigilance. See, I, I can't even pod anymore. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but we're talking to a person. She has a very interesting background. But what's most interesting to me is she, I think, has a bachelor's and a master's from Juilliard, uh, oh. the school that we all know and love, yeah. Juilliard.com University. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, She plays the viola, I believe. Okay, so this um, is just a very artistic, talented person we're going to be talking yeah, to. Yeah, so she's also a comedian who... Huh has recently, I think she was the last live stand-up set on Jimmy Fallon before the Ooh. pandemic. Ooh, wow. that's cool. Uh, yeah, so she's like, she's had a pretty, she like, she like tours with orchestras, plays for Broadway shows, and also does comedy at like a very high level. And she's I good know. at all of it. So and She's good at all of it. Um, so I'm very, very curious to hear about, you know, this, this sort of, uh, lifestyle that she's also, I'm also just curious about Juilliard because I feel like it's such a mythic place, you know, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you guys know anything about Juilliard? Anything on your minds? There no. was a movie recently, not recently, like 10 years ago, a, a guy, I think a, a unhoused person who went to Juilliard and did music there. An I think unhoused an person? Yeah. Whip, whiplash? No, although I have seen Whiplash, and I great movie. I didn't like it. All my friends love it. You didn't like, it's like it? The best. I thought it was fine. I just just yeah, fine. I loved it. So uh, was that based in Juilliard? I think it was based uh, in like a Juilliard esque school, where like you know, <laughs> think you're. Sure. No, it is. Yeah, yeah but like, that's not it's Juilliard. Like influenced. Right, it's not like Juilliard, Juilliard, but it's like right. that's what's interesting to me about Juilliard, right? It's that's what anyone interested in about Juilliard. It's like this really intense school, right? Yeah. Right. 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 But what's the what's the movie you're talking about? I, I don't know. I mean, there's no, there's no way Tom to Cruise. find out. Uh, I could look it up, but yeah. maybe James Fox was in it. In in Pose is that the one that the the kid goes to in Pose? Does he go to Juilliard? In Pose? 
you never seen know. the show Pose on FX? Pose, no. Oh, never mind. Okay. See, another reference that you just make, and I just yeah. don't. <laughs> I, what if I'm just like lying to you? All these. Yeah, I feel. I feel like it's a it's a bit know. at this point. It's. <laughs> yeah, you've heard of like the Bible? No. Okay. How, how am I friends with any of you? Just none of my <laughs> reference. I we seem to have nothing in common. Well, do y'all y'all know about Juilliard? Do you know about Juilliard? I I mean I yeah I, yeah I know about Juilliard. Yeah. Should we apply there? Yeah. I'm a great dancer. I'm a fantastic. fantastic <laughs> oh, you would dancer. choose dancing. Yeah, of course. But, did, did one well, of you yeah, guys say the a, soloist? Because it's the, the soloist. The soloist. The soloist. Yeah. No, I did you say that? I said that. No, no, I did not. I said Tom Cruise. Yeah. No, that's a uh, Jamie Foxx, Robert Downey Jr. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Who who plays the soloist? Jamie Foxx. Yeah. And is R D J the uh, teacher or something? He might be. Yeah. So Dude, this is just whiplash. Uh, yeah. No. The, the, Nathaniel Ayers, a musician who developed schizophrenia and became homeless, the film was released in 2009. Oh. Is this about... Um, is this about that guy... I know this guy. This... this, uh, this what, what's, what's the artist's name? Nathaniel Ayers. Oh, Nathaniel Ayers. Sorry. Yeah. No, I thought you said Nathaniel Ayers was the teacher who met the musician. My no, opinion. no. He is... Uh, He's the musician. Yeah, but there's another musician who does who has this very similar. I I, I just like saw his show. I listened to, oh Julius Eastman. Do you guys know who that is? No, no. Julius Eastman. His brother actually runs a jazz club in New York City, and uh, there used to be the Annoyance Theater under the jazz club, the Comedy Theater. So there's like a weird connection to comedy that he has. But this dude was a um, like neoclassical musician who played the piano and had all these like really kind of avant-garde like classical music and like taught music and like had a very established career i think he even like went to julie he might have gone to juilliard or like berkeley school of music or something and then he like developed some like i think schizophrenia and like eventually ended up homeless and like died like homeless in, in obscurity isn't that crazy yeah it's just a sad sad story not to bum everyone out um but maybe we'll hear some of those stories today maybe that's like what we'll get out of uh, our guest Isabel Hagen, some like dark stuff, you know, something to make me feel uh, something, anything all right. at all. Well, yeah, let's talk to Isabel because this sounds like just <laughs> right up my alley. Let's talk to Isabel. <laughs> well, do you think she's? Uh, I, I I worry that uh, there are going to be like stories like this where like they'll these like these really talented. This is what's fun. You can talk about. You can talk to her about this stuff. Like, do you know anyone who like uh, gone gone through crazy shit like this? Yeah. Um, do you, so we could just ask if she knows Nathaniel Ayers or has seen The Soloist? Uh, yeah, let's just ask that. That's, <laughs> yeah. That'll be the only question. <laughs> let's just look up every movie about Juilliard and then ask if she's seen it and then if yeah, she knew the yeah. person from the movie. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, I'm sure she does. I'm really excited to talk to her. I, I'm just, I've always been fascinated with Juilliard. My piano teacher went to Juilliard. Would okay. not shut the fuck up about it. I'll tell you that much. All right, it's every single day. Hey, I went to Juilliard. Okay, I get it. All right, right. I'm here to learn how to play for Elise. You know. Sure. <laughs> did you ever learn? I did learn. Nice. That was actually like the the last and only thing I like learned how to play well, and I was like, I'm done with piano. I've hit I've hit the peak. You know. Sure. <laughs> Everything else is downhill. Famously. Uh, famously. All right, should we talk to our yeah. pal Isabel? I've been Please. trying. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm steamrolling the conversation, which is not what we want to do. (laughs) Okay. All right, guys, enjoy this conversation with uh, a comedian and violist, 
Theolist? Violist. Theolist? Uh, Isabel Hagen. Alright, Isabel, can you read that thing I just sent you from real quick? Hi, my name is Isabel Hagen, and I'm going to teach Art about going to school at Juilliard so he can pretend he's got at least some sort of talent. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> that, hits, that hits deep yeah. down. Um, yeah, I, I, I know I was just telling... I know, right? We've done a, a lot of these, and that yeah. one, uh, I think, tapped into a, yeah. a place in my childhood. Isabel, we were sort of talking yeah. about it, but I had a, had a piano teacher who... Uh, would not stop bringing up that he was from Juilliard. I think as a flex, that he's like yes. probably a good teacher. <laughs> we like so to say there. we went to Juilliard. We like to remind people whenever we can that we went to <laughs> Juilliard. I do it in my act a lot. I do yeah, it yeah, right. On my podcast, oh, I do it everywhere. <laughs> so, man, there's a lot to unpack here. Mainly, I and I would love. That's why. That's why you're on here. You know, and but. I want context first. So you went there for bachelor's and master's, right? Yes, I did. In viola okay. performance for an instrument most people have not heard of. <laughs> right. I was having trouble <laughs> describing the, the person who performs viola. Is it violist or violist? Violist, yeah. Violist. Got it. Okay. So, and you still play, right? I do, yeah. Play. On like a professional level. Yeah, it's how I make most of my living. Really? Um, That's yeah. so sick. Wow. I, like, I'd like people to think it's comedy, yeah. but it's really viola. <laughs> viola. So. What, do, what are you pulling annually? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't tell you that. <laughs> it varies year to year, dude. It but, really you know, depends. I mean, I, I do like a lot of random gigs. Like, I'm not yeah. like yeah. a, I'm, I'm like a viola whore. You know, like I play in every situation, weddings, uh, funerals, recording yeah. sessions, and get anything. Wow, you need a viola for on yeah. your gal. You're your gal, so. guys. You you heard it here first. If you guys need a violist, <laughs> Isabel Hagen, book her for comedy too, but pay her for the viola. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like she, yeah. That's where she gets most of her money. Um, so yeah, this is a great segue into like your performance. So at Juilliard, um, did you learn how to perform all kinds of music? Like how does how does the whole studying shit work? Yeah, well, I was there, you know, there's a jazz department. So if you go to the jazz department, you would learn that. But I was there in the just, you know, like, they don't call it the classical music department, but that's what it is, you know, yeah. we're there to study classical music. So mm -hmm. I was just studying classical music. Uh, they don't really, it's, it's very much a traditional Musical. training you get, which, yeah. you know, you know that going in. And I think, you know, they're trying, they, uh, they definitely like have some aspects that are more like, oh, with the times, let's like do an improv workshop or like they're like what? special <laughs> things that occasionally happen. Or I, I like took a jazz class, like like an elective, you know, yeah, but in general, you're signing up for like a very sort of traditional, traditional classical school. uh yeah. style. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, and what was like, what, when did you start playing? I started playing violin when I was five. And okay. then when I was 10, I had a crush on a friend of my older brothers who played the viola. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to play the viola. I love that. That's, that's <laughs> why we get into anything, right? We just want to fall in love. So we just decide to pick up a thing. Yeah, know. that's why like everyone does. Com we want to be loved. You we know, that's why loved. we do comedy. The I think. validation, right? Yeah. 
and so you picked it up at five and did you actually you actually like enjoyed the instrument or did you feel like you're just kind of doing it to like actually impress somebody well when i was five you know i i come from a musical family and my okay. dad had signed me up for piano lessons because my older brother took piano but i never practiced piano i wasn't motivated yeah. and then i think i just saw violin on tv <laughs> and I was like, I want to play the violin, like on some PBS, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and I wanted to play the violin. So then I got violin lessons. And I mean, I, I definitely liked it. I hated practicing. You know, I was mm. forced to practice sure. by my dad because, you know, he's like paying for lessons. So obviously yeah. he like mm -hmm. wanted me to practice. Um, but then when I switched to viola, that's when I really started like loving doing it and like making myself practice and getting more like motivated on my own. Wow. That's so cool. And yeah. Do you still have that relationship with your violin now? Viola, sorry. The vi oh the god, it's complicated. You know, yeah. it's it's definitely it's like a it's like a long-term relationship where like there's there was like a lot of love, especially yeah. in the beginning, Ooh. you know. Right. And to find like, love, you need love. Yeah, I get yeah, you. Yeah, and you know when you like fall in love with someone at first you're just like this is so awesome. Like yeah. my life is going to be different. From here <laughs> yeah, on out. Yeah. Yeah. and like you know all through high school it was like my escape and then i like got wow. to juilliard and i was like this is like my life now and then your wow. escape is just your reality yeah as all escapes can become if you wow. lean into them enough and then right i mean i still so i still love it of course but there's like you know i deal with a lot of performance anxiety that got worse yeah. and worse as i got older right and so it's a very complicated relationship yeah. with the instrument it, for sure also also, I feel like with um, like turning into like a more professional thing, I think that like Juilliard, going to Juilliard sort of like does that. It just like kind of grounds it so much that like you said, the escape becomes reality. And it's just like, oh, I have to deal with like worrying about if I can like make money at this gig, you know what I'm saying? To like live off this thing. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And that sounds I mean... terrible for sure. That... <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah <laughs> that it sounds... sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd no, like to draw... And I've been making a little bit of money off it. And it's just like, imagine doing this full time and it makes me want to like die, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But I'm, it, it sounds like you are still like pretty into it, which I think that's the weird like relationship you have to like sort of balance, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be like so annoyed at like one gig or like thinking I suck just in my head. And yeah. then I'll like listen to one of my favorite pieces of music and like start crying. And I'm like, oh no, I love this. Like, <laughs> don't ever leave me music. <laughs> it's right. just very like intense that way. It's, it's very much a relationship. Like you are yes. like this push and pull, like you're just like sort of growing together, this sort of uh, thing here. Um, but anyway, Juilliard. So what is the process of getting in for you? Like, what was that like? Well, so I actually went to the Juilliard pre-college program for mm -hmm. five years in high school, wow. uh, eighth grade through high school, which was just like a Saturday program. So okay. I was like already familiar with the building and like kind of yeah. knew like what teacher I would maybe go study with once I got yeah. there. Not the same teacher, but I just I just like a little more familiar with it. So it wasn't like this daunting thing that it can seem for me. I was kind of like, yeah. oh, I've been in this building before for the audition. You know, I'm just going here to to play. Right. Um, that being said, it is like a very, like, like for the music department, you go in, you play for 10 minutes and you go home and then oh. you hear back in a few months. Like, so it's, wow. it's really intense in the sense that like you get like a really quick shot at it, but yeah. it's not intense in the way that like the drama division is where like you go for like callback uh. after callback and they like 
like wear you down and you're like right, having to right. cry. Like I've heard, I've talked to like my people who I know in the drama division. It's just like a really intense audition process. Whereas like I went in, I played and then I went home and then I yeah. went back, you yeah. know? I was imagining, I mean, I've, I've, I think I've just heard stories of like the drama division of like the, the psychological warfare that happens like, with the auditioning. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, the performance, the music performance, easy. <laughs> you just go in, yeah. play your thing. <laughs> so easy. Any, yeah. I mean, come on, anyone could do it. But, anyone you know, the, right. leading up to it, there was, you know, you have to learn like it's probably adds up to over an hour's worth of repertoire wow. at least or like two hours Damn. i can't even i don't know because it's right. like a full full box suite a full concerto an etude yeah. like you know i don't even remember now but so right. so i was practicing for months and months before and like that part was really intense for me yeah. and just like what are they going to ask for am i going to be able to do this and then yeah, you get yeah. there and you play for 10 minutes <laughs> you're like all right well it's that's like, kind of anticlimactic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoa. And they gave you like, did you get like notes or anything? They're just like, okay, play and uh, okay, thank you. We'll see you later. You, that, yeah. In the audition, you don't get any feedback. They, they're very, wow. they try to be very like stoic about it because they don't yeah. want to give you any sense, you know, but you're always right. trying to like read their faces. There's like, you know, five, five uh, to eight. So there are mind teachers. games. That sounds like. There are mind games. By no, ha no mind games, there are mind games. <laughs> yes, that is, that's the mind game. There yeah. are no mind games. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> Auditioning. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah, okay, so you went there. When did you go there? What year did you go there? Uh, so I did my undergrad 09 to 13 and then cool. stayed for two more years for my master's. So I was done in 15. And that's when I started going to open mics and stuff. Oh, okay. So right after all the music school, you started doing comedy. You didn't yeah. do it like during. Okay. What's it like uh, being I, so talented? <laughs> can, I, can I ask you that? Uh, lonely? No, I don't know. I might just, like, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't answer that because, yeah. uh. Do you, do you feel like that's a weird know. question? I feel like you can probably get that a lot. Like, yeah, you, you probably like get it's thrown at you, the feeling you know, of, like, talent. I would. I don't get it as much as I would like. <laughs> <laughs> Validation's never enough. <laughs> God, what's it like being so talented? Like, I every time I perform, I imagine someone coming up to me asking me that question, yeah, Fernando, yeah. and then no one does. So. Yeah. Well, I thought that almost immediately. So. Yeah, right. You <laughs> well, wowed probably, me. You're, you're probably surrounded by talented people, so it's just... Yeah. Uh, that's the thing about that's the other part not only is it like yeah. oh your escape is now your reality but you're also surrounded by all these people who do what you do like way better you know yeah. um, like do you think like legitimately better or you think it's more like in your head like uh like you just think they feel better than you but you probably are not at the same <laughs> level you know what i'm saying it's, it's both there's definitely yeah. like i'm definitely really hard on myself and i'm like man they sound good i suck when like maybe we were the same and then there are yeah. some people who are like the top top Actually, and you're like no yeah. no no, they're better because <laughs> there's also yeah. like competitions within the school you know you, you go against really? each other and yeah because you're oh competing for like chairs in the orchestra or like the, for the solo or for whatever um things that come oh up so you do people do beat you it doesn't and then again that doesn't mean they're they're better than you they could have just played better that day but they're people yeah. who consistently were winning the things mm -hmm. and you know <sighs> jesus wait so uh, yeah. did you enjoy going to school at juilliard was this like a fun time this sounds tough uh i had a lot of fun i did i okay. i partied a fair amount um nice. you know Sick. there's definitely like a work hard play hard thing yeah 
kind of people who are listening to this might be like what are you talking about (laughs) yeah we would like do shots in our dorm rooms but like yeah that was like kind of like a depressing (laughs) party scene i don't know i had a lot of fun i have like i still have a lot of good friends there i definitely like yeah don't think of it as like a bad time uh i definitely just was not like fully myself yet as most Mm. people are when they're still in in school i think Um, But I definitely struggled. I mean, I struggled with a lot of demons, like I was saying, with like performance anxiety and, you know, thinking I was bad when maybe I wasn't. And that part was really hard. And I don't blame like an institution for that. But I think I just when I was there around so many good people, I just let that get to me. And I think a lot of people do because it's just really hard. And when you're, you know, your self-worth, you're like as a kid, people are asking you, like, what's it like being so talented? There's like that thing. And then you get to school and get to Juilliard and like no one's treating you that way anymore and you're yeah. your whole you have to reevaluate like oh I can't like feel like my worth is based on just my ability you know yeah. you're a genius so many, amongst geniuses yeah there's so <laughs> many people who are who are who are, can do what I could do or do it better so I have to like right. grab onto something else now right mentally to stay afloat um, right and it's also like I think a good lesson in like ground just being grounded in in yourself you know just being surrounded by you know a lot of people who are like yeah pretty talented it's just like oh like i don't have to like let that get to me i can like just perform at my like you know it's like this weird like humbling experience right yeah you can just like go practice and get a little better and not freak out i mean that's and that's why i'm like it's fun doing comedy now because i feel like i've you know, I'm, I'm getting to do something with a better head on my shoulders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not letting it really that. get to me as much. Like, I, I would love to, like, I mean, not really, but to get to go to Juilliard now, I would, like, do so much better. Because I would yeah. be like, just yeah. keep practicing. You're all right, right. you know? Right. Just take it in a more calm, <laughs> compassionate way. Yeah, you're not going to of... die. You're not going to be homeless <laughs> because you messed up your Hindemith Sonata, you know? <laughs> right. Well, speaking of, I mean, we were just talking about, um, what's his name, Nathan Ayers? Nathaniel Ayers, uh, he's a, a part of the soloist. He like became schizophrenic. He went to Juilliard, and then uh, no. you know what I'm talking about? No, I'm, the name sounds familiar, but I embarrassingly don't know what you're talking. Don't about. Don't know. Maybe like a Julius Eastman. Do you know who that is? The I know jazz. that name. Yeah, I played. Yeah. I played some Julius Eastman stuff. Yeah, but also he similarly also like went uh, quote unquote crazy and then went homeless. And this is actually something I wanted to ask you. Have do you know people at Juilliard who like went crazy or like is kind of crazy or it's just like dude, you need to like seek some help. You're probably just really talented cuz you have like these crazy thoughts, but like this is not healthy, you know what I'm saying? I thought you were about to be like, I mean, so he did go crazy and go so you could have <laughs> That could have happened to you. Like, I right. wouldn't put you it past you. stable. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Do you know anyone else um, who may have gone that path? I, I don't know anyone who is who is ho- homeless, homeless or, or exper- <laughs> currently experiencing homelessness. homelessness. Um, I definitely knew people who had a really, really hard time mm. uh, and, you know, had this is getting really serious, but, um, <laughs> you know, even more than I did, I think, struggled and needed to, you know, take take some time off. And, you know, yeah. it's really, it can get really, really dark for right. sure. Uh, Does a school, like, have good, like, mental health, like, services and resources for, like, it seems like it would need to. It's, like, a pretty intense environment, it seems. Yeah, they offer like free therapy, which I did not take advantage of. It's like mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. that I didn't now that I, I mean, 
it's not like I I go to therapy. I used recently went to therapy for consistently. I stopped during the pandemic because I didn't want to pay for it anymore. But um, yeah. like going to therapy now, I'm like oh, I could have been getting this for free for like for six free. years at school. So yeah, they do yeah. they do offer it. So I think like the support is there if you yeah. if you yeah. need it for sure. That's good. Is there like a self awareness at the school about this? Like this like um, competitive aspect and an intense practice uh, culture. You know, I think there, I think there is among like, it depends who you're, it's funny because especially in the music department, there isn't really like this unified thing. Like I think in the drama and dance department, there's probably mm. more of like a collective awareness because there's smaller divisions and mm. everyone's just like more communicating with each other. With music, it's like so divided up. Everyone's in their own worlds. Like mm. it sort of depends who your primary teacher is and how aware they are with that mm. stuff. And so it's definitely there to be found, but yeah. I don't think everyone had the same like uh, exposure to it, if that makes right. sense. Depends yeah, like who you were sense. studying with. Um, right. And so like the movie Whiplash, which I'm sure you've talked about <laughs> at length in multiple, multiple conversations, uh, may be accurate for some, for some students, but not, a, not every student, right? Yeah. I watched, I saw that movie <laughs> at the time I was dating a jazz drummer who okay. had gone not to Juilliard, but to another very competitive jazz school. Okay. And I watched that movie and thought it was like the most ridiculous fucking thing I ever saw. Like, I was like, it's not yeah. like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, had, I had a teacher once that made me cry uh, oh with some like mental games, but it was like one time and it was like insane. Like I, you know. Let's talk about I, that. I, what, what was that like? What happened there? Yeah, she's this mean old lady and she's still alive. <laughs> Um, yeah, she's listening to this right was, now actually yeah right and we were we would go to her house i was i was in a chamber group and we mm. would go to her house for coachings because she was old and she was notoriously <laughs> mean like you okay. and but you never like knew when she would be mean and there was never really any rhyme or reason to it like we would rehearse yeah. really well when we would like practice a bunch one week and then go to her house and she'd be like you clearly didn't practice at all. And we'd be like, what? Like, we practiced so we much. And then, yeah. and then one week we would like slack off and then show up and she'd be like, now you've got it. And it was just like, weird. Yeah, so that kind of like kind of head games, like we yeah. never knew what the hell mood she was going to be in. And then one time she told me that I was like sitting wrong in my chair. Cause as a violist, Whoa. like you're, this is kind of inside stuff, but the way like your instrument is acoustically like you kind of want to like turn out so that your sound is projecting the way you usually sit in like a chamber group like yeah. your, your f holes um you want to just turn out because the viola <laughs> like has problems <laughs> the viola has like problems yes f holes is the is the technical <laughs> term for those little s looking things on string Whoa. instruments okay called the f holes the yeah and then there's okay. the, the fingerboard Okay. Um, okay. It's not as funny, is it? But uh, yeah. I was like, finger. All right. The um, fingering board, maybe. We'll we'll figure yeah. it out. Well, you do work on fingerings a lot fingering. in school. That's that's the technical term, fingerings. Yeah. So <laughs> not fingering, plural. It's very important. Okay. <laughs> My bad. My fingerings. bad. <laughs> I'm fingerings. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, I was like, maybe not turning out as much as she would have liked. It's honestly, there's no like one way to do it. Yeah. But she was like, you should turn out more. And I was like, okay. And it's like a habit that's really ingrained. So it was going to take me a little bit to like remember to like sit that way. But like later on in the coaching, she was like, you're not turning out. Like, I really wish you would listen to what I was saying or something. It was, you know, it just, she had been just like 
so upset the whole time and like beating yeah. us beating us down and and that thing i don't know the way she said that like you're not listening and i was like i am listening yeah and it just you're it not just listening me, <laughs> yeah it made me start crying um like on the spot was, yeah i mean i like really tried to hide it because of course. it was embarrassing and i think i right. did i'm not sure but <laughs> But like that wasn't norm. I don't. That wasn't normal to me. So right. the fact that there would be like a teacher, I think it does exist. But yeah, it's it, rare. But my but my boyfriend at the time, the jazz drummer, was like that. Reminded me so much of my schooling. So Whoa. I would say it's not that realistic. But, but I think other people. On. I think I just had a a kind of a relatively nice experience. Yeah, um, that's nice. And also scary to think that it actually does exist as well. It's it's a uh, I'm I'm uncomfy hearing that like <laughs> there's potentially <laughs> teachers out there yelling at people to pick up their tempo or slow down. You know, like it's crazy to me. <laughs> Throwing um, like symbols at their head or something. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's getting better and better. I think like that right. kind of behavior is obvious. Like you know how things are in this this current climate. So so right. much stuff is becoming less and less tolerated. Right. Uh, at mm-hmm. institutions so i'm these are like the older teachers and they're kind of like holdouts of this old tradition yeah. tradition again also right. this teacher who made me cry didn't actually do anything bad she was just like me right right <laughs> you know and it's so. do you think it's probably like i don't know what you're going through at the time but maybe like the last straw of like your things going on in your life and you're just like that's it i my life is a mess kind of thing sure it could have totally been (laughs) been part of that you know and she's like you're sitting wrong and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) i have anxiety performance anxiety um i will say that stuff makes for pretty good movies not gonna lie unless did you not like that movie you mean like oh uh no i I thought whiplash was like a good movie it was like well made and acted right uh but I don't know. I also maybe it's because because I related to him in some way being yeah. a music student. But I was kind of like, I don't know, get over yourself, man. Like I didn't like, <laughs> sympathize with the character enough. Maybe that was yeah. like the flaw. I was like, you gotta figure this out. This chill, is not out, like <laughs> there's <laughs> nothing like sexy about this. There's nothing. No. Yeah. There's nothing good about what you're doing or appealing to me. Absolutely. You know? If I had a friend who would drum to the point where his fingers started bleeding. They're no longer my friend. I don't want to. I don't want that energy around me ever. You know what I'm saying? Well, you gotta take a break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, no. That's out of my. That's out of my wheelhouse. They're on their own at that point. Um, yeah. But yeah, speaking of like you were saying that like you know get over yourself. Is there is there a lot of ego at Juilliard? Do you think? <laughs> is ego something? Because you seem you seem like you're pretty down to earth now. Is down ego to something earth. you? But, something, um, is that something you had to overcome? Did you have to overcome an ego? Yeah. Why did you laugh yeah. at that? Are you holding back? You think no. I mean, it's just like, duh. Like, yeah, are you kidding of course. me? No. Of I mean, course. that's that's a very valid question. You know, a ton of ego. Um, I mean, you 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 experience it in comedy. The people who yeah, there's like that subtle thing, like oh, like I'm doing this show, and they're kind of yeah. like you're kind of like oh, how did you get that show? And it's like that kind of thing, like oh, did you are you doing Ooh. the competition on Sunday? Like yeah, oh cool, me too. Like oh yeah, uh, like are you? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go practice. You know that kind of thing. So there's definitely a yeah. lot of um like subtle grading. Yeah. Uh, they're also just yeah people with wild egos who who are not aware of it at all. Mm-hmm. Right, and you just have to 
sort of laugh at them laugh at, at them. the end of yeah. the day or feel a little sorry because they're so unaware yeah but it's a wide range of of personalities but sure i mean if you're gonna i don't know it's weird because if you're gonna put yourself in a room alone for like four to six hours a day with an <laughs> instrument like part of that sure is is ego but if you're willing to do that it's also just kind of like a masochistic thing yeah at the say, end of the day <laughs> like is like masochistic it's... <laughs> yeah it's a weird yeah. like relationship for sure of like um like you you struggle so hard that like you do have this like this like feeling of like okay I tr- I tr- i've been trying really hard and so like every right. little thing i get is like a thing that i got you know what i'm saying and just like you want to like show off that you like worked hard for this thing you know so i kind of get right. it right um also like insecure yeah. everyone's insecure about like you know the, the things they practice and then they put out the things they like perform at a certain level and it's just like what comes from insecurity is trying to feel a little more prideful about what you do right yeah i mean you're totally right i think in comedy and in music those people who seem like so full of themselves and you just are like shut up like get over they're like probably them they're probably the most insecure ones you know, right. you gotta like feel bad in a way. Like, oh, they're right. just really struggling. Like, if they need, right. if they need to like put m- little me down to like feel okay <laughs> about themselves, like, I don't know. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, glad we're all not there anymore, though. We're all so perfect and like yeah. self actualized. <laughs> Life is good for everybody. In this, oh, yeah. in this Zoom call, at least. <laughs> this is a very mentally stable Zoom call. I can feel it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, going back to, like, I, I want to know more about, like, the schooling. So, like, you, what kind of classes were you taking at the, at the, the, the Juilliard? Yeah. So you, if you're there for music, you have your private lessons. So that's just you and you and your main teacher. Then you take music history, music theory, ear training, and then they would make everyone take one like humanities class. So we all had to take like an English class together, which was, (laughs) and then that that was kind of funny. And (laughs) no one, no one wrote anything, read anything. Oh, it was, it was pretty, pretty. Yeah. And, it's it's a total joke, and then you're taking that class with the drama students and the and the dancers. So that's like your kind of one commingling area, yeah. and Whoa. it was yeah fun fun times. Uh, definitely kind of a joke. Yeah. Uh, what were they like? The dancers and the the drama like were they kind of like going through it? You're like, man, they are they are not having a good time. They're so they were so busy because musicians yeah. we have all this free time because we're expected to just be practicing, practicing. on our own. But the yeah. dr- dancers and drama students are all like scheduled pretty like every hour was pretty wow. much scheduled. Rehearsal. So yeah, we wouldn't yeah. really see them that much. I mean, they lived in the dorms with us if you yeah. lived in the dorms, but it's like a different world. And they were wow. kind of like you know, especially the dancers. They're all just like these beautiful people, and yeah. it's like very intimidating. And they're like I mean, literally tall. Like <laughs> yeah, literally. You know, their profession <laughs> makes them right. by, by typical beauty standards like models. And right. <laughs> just, Damn. Um, it's kind of fun though I mean, to just like surround by. They're like in your vicinity, in your periphery. It's like, whoa, oh, that yeah. person might be big one day, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, the drama division. Like, I watch, I'll like watch random TV shows and be like, oh, yep, there's that person. Oh, yeah. There's that person. Like, they, uh, they're the ones. We took who a are dumb the English most... class together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, what a strange environment to be in. Um, so yeah, so you took like music. You took music, music history. Like, is that? 
was that like a serious class i feel like how <laughs> yeah yeah um like we would go through i mean i clearly didn't pay attention to <laughs> i'm about to explain it but you know you start with like the earliest notated music which was like in monasteries sung by monks like yes gregorian chant and they take Wild. you through the development of notated music through then you know simple polyphony and then you get to the Whoa. more harmony and then you go through the different periods there's you know medieval Weird. baroque uh, renaissance yeah. then the classical romantic it's all called you all call it call it all classical under yeah, that umbrella yeah. but Mozart that's what i was curious about right. is classical and then brahms is romantic technically but yeah you know interesting do you feel like the the school like should mingle more like do you think there should be more like hey you should take like a dance class you should take like a jazz class like, do, you think, do you think people would be more because I, I went to an engineering school and i feel like a lot of these engineers could have benefited so much if they took one art class one english class you know what i'm saying the funny thing about it is that there kind of was that opportunity if you wanted it. Like, I took a jazz elective. Like, cool. there were efforts by, like, the student affairs to, like, host, like, mixers and, like, yeah. things to, like, bring us together. And I think the students just, like, don't ultimately care. care. Like, <laughs> I think we're all so obsessed with our own shit. And yeah. I think it works for some people. I def it's not like nobody is friends interdisciplinary like there are no interdisciplinary right. friends but generally like it's just easier to like be friends with the musicians because those are the people you see in your yeah. classes and all of that mm -hmm. so part of me would be like yes like they should really make an effort to do but i think like they already kind of did and we were like did, eh, yeah. we, don't, we don't want to <laughs> it's a two-way street you can't just um, you can't just put things out there like someone's got to eat you know gotta take the take the bait you know no one wants to that's the right, issue. Right. <laughs> Damn, they should have us. Uh, we should send this podcast to them. They'll uh, it'll teach the kids to want to get into other things. You know these. To you know to what? Juilliard. To Juilliard, <laughs> they should take an engineering class. I'm just saying it could help. I yeah, mean, well, you can also. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing because there are like so many things offered to us that like nobody I knew took advantage. Did them. You could also <laughs> like take classes at Columbia while you wow. were at Juilliard. Like that was an option. Like we had so much available to us. <laughs> But no one uh, gave a fuck. But we just wanted to practice, so <laughs> Yeah, let me just uh practice my viola alone for four to six hours in a in a room. And then I'm gonna go do shots with my roommate <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> yeah. go see a go see a show. Um yeah. did anyone like was anyone like pre med at at Juilliard? Did any one of those kids who were like, I need to do something secure to make just in case, you know? People would there's a trend I've seen of, of undergrad Juilliard students then going to like Harvard Law or Whoa. like wow. whatever med school. Because I yeah. think, you know, discipline is transferable. So sure. if you're like able to practice for hours, you can like study law for hours. It's the same <laughs> thing. And I, and I yeah. think, yeah, that happens a lot where people get to Juilliard. They loved music, but they you realize pretty quickly what the career is going to be and what your options are if you want right. to be like in a traditional field, uh, like an orchestra position or something. And you say, okay, I want something more stable. I mean, fuck it and go to law school or yeah. med or whatever. So Whoa. yeah, I think that would happen. Not at the same time unless there are like a couple like really smart people who are like in a dual degree program at Columbia and Juilliard. Whoa. So, but I don't think any of those would have been like pre med. Yeah, but I don't know. None, none of your friends. Your friends are fucking cool, and they're all doing music, and they're all professionals. I was, and... I was friends with like the cool classical musicians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the ones that take jazz electives, definitely. Oh yeah, jazz no, my friend stuff. and I, we we 
tore up a jazz elective. Yeah. You know, yeah. Charlie Parker solos on our instruments. And... Super, super cool. Super hip <laughs> to it. You know, yeah. so that's, what, that's what they would say. Uh, that's, in, that's so interesting. And do you think that, like, a lot of, are your, a lot of friends still, like, are they, like, professional musicians at this point still? Or, like... Yeah, I'm trying to think. So, I, you know, I had my little clique of people. Yeah. And I think only one of them went into, like, arts administration instead. Okay. Um, but everyone else still And then everyone music. else is still making money playing, performing on their instrument. Yeah. That's so cool. Wow. So, wow. Um, and, and then... Did you? And how much? How much do they pull in annually? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to. Let's call them. Let's call yeah. them. Every single one. I need to know. Uh, but yeah, that's that's good to hear. And I, is Juilliard pretty like realistic about like letting everyone know that like this is kind of a crazy field to like get into? Or are they just like no 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 keep paying us let's let's keep going like keep practicing you're doing great you're gonna get a job. I would uh, I would guess that especially now with the pandemic they're much more realistic in terms of that I'm sure they're bringing in people to 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 bring that more right to the to kids awareness I don't feel like they were I don't think they were unrealistic with us I mean they were it was ba- the school is is basically training to get an orchestra job like mm, so it. It, the th- and that's like a really good career path if you can land one but yeah. it's it's actually really, really competitive to get like almost any orchestra position. Not, it's not yeah. just competitive at like the top five orchestras. Like, yeah. it's hard to get into like the, name a random, you know, symphony. It's just, it's there's just not a lot of not a lot of space and a lot of you know applicants, right? Yeah, and it depends on the instrument too. I mean, with oh, viola, yeah. each each orchestra will have what like ten violas in the section. But if yeah. you play clarinet, there are <sighs> only two clarinets usually. Ooh in yeah. the orchestra so it's even it depends on the instrument it makes it even worse but, god that's crazy um, um so. did you have a lot of good jam sessions when you're in school with your with your peers Ugh, you no. whip out whip out the viola and was like let's just, let's like let's let's pitter patter around guys and everyone that, else let's <laughs> pitter patter so like, we would let's get this okay. going occasionally we would get together and and like have like sight reading hangs okay. which is where we would like go to the library and like check out like a Beethoven quartet and like all like read it down together. Yeah, that yeah. was like our equivalent. read it down. Is that the, <laughs> yeah, the terminology? Like, sight, sight read it. You sight know? read it. Got it. Yeah. Um, and then there were when I was in my master's, my friend and I, we would well he would really host it like these sort of parties at his apartment where we would have like uh, some jazz people play and like some classical cool. people who were like interested in writing their, like maybe a, a singer, an opera singer, but she like wrote a song with her boyfriend and like sang it, wow. with, you know? So it was like, like sort of a talent show for Julia. Yes, yeah. And that's when I first like tried comedy. Cause everyone was like, you should like, do, everyone knew I like wanted to do stand up. Yeah. And I had like written like a funny song with my ukulele and it was like really yeah. early on. So I, that's when I first like showed off my like comedic very chops poor at the time, yeah. comedic chops. But that was Whoa. sort of a nice moment where that felt like a very like free kind of like yeah. expression that everyone could just, you could just come and do anything. Right. You know? Ooh, what I would give to be in a fly on the wall of a little jam sesh at Juilliard. Ooh. <laughs> we, should, we should do it again one day. I mean, I don't know. Everyone's kind of moved away, but You're those right. were like the best times, the times of my yeah. life, you know? I thought you were saying we should do one. I'm like, I'm down. Oh, I don't yeah. play an instrument, but I'm down. Let's do it. I love your energy. No, let's do it. You can just, what did you go to? You said you went to engineering school? 
Uh, yeah, I don't really do engineering yeah, now anyway, so it doesn't like, even matter. <laughs> talk about it. You can just like go up and talk about engineering. You oh know? my god, Isabel, you know how terrible that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Engineering's so, fun. It's Engineering's really a lot of fun. It's really not though. I think at a certain level, it becomes less conceptual, more about all right. So uh, numbers, like, huh? It's like <laughs> fluid mechanics. Who doesn't love a good fluid, fluid mechanic? You know, who doesn't love a good but, equation? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean that sounds fun to me. Yeah. It's like exotic. I never. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I'll start explaining it. Everyone, everyone's gonna be like, "This is dumb," and I'm like, "I know, right?" <laughs> but wait, did you go to engineering school and then just start comedy? Sort of. I mean, I took a I took a comedy class, a women in comedy class in uh, in college. It was it was way to way to brag. Way it was to, it's a not weird, a brag. It was just, weird thing I'm bringing, to brag about. Also, I'm bringing it up because it's weird that I took a women. <laughs> it's just weird because it was me and like five of my friends, and we're the only guys, <laughs> a bunch of other women, and then we just like sat there and we uh, mm. learned about women in comedy. And I was like, this is kind of cool. I kind of like comedy. And here I am talking about it wow. on a podcast yeah you took it to, you to took it for the women yeah i took it for it <laughs> took it for the yeah. women yeah yeah it's like taking a women's studies class you know <laughs> yeah. any guy in a women's studies class you're like all right buddy yeah sus yeah. well it was sus that we were all like all all the guys were like friends and we literally just took it because we thought it'd be like kind of a kind of a chill class and it was super chill we just watched a lot of comedy um, yeah we didn't think it'd be all women though we thought it'd be like other it'd be like half half right uh right. but no we were so we were so wrong <laughs> It so was, uh, it, was, it was like a history class about women in comedy. It was technically an English class, but we <laughs> we just watched stand-up the whole right. time. <laughs> like, literally, yeah. we had no homework. We just watched stand-up. Um, <laughs> it was pretty sweet. But anyway, we're not talking about not talking about my college uh, sorry, degree. Sorry, I flipped life. the interview. Yeah, it's all right. You know, you got a podcast, and like you know, we uh, we both are podcast hosts, and uh, we like to get in our uh, little podcast uh, little podcast mode. Um, Can't help it. I'm bringing it back, though. I'm bringing it back. Uh, I wanted to ask you, why did you go for a master's if you already had a bachelor's? Um, just for like bragging rights. No, I just. I didn't really know <laughs> the ego. Okay. You loved it. Yeah. It the <laughs> okay. Ego. The real the real reason is that I wanted to study with this particular teacher, mm. and I wanted to switch primary teachers for my masters. Well, what's wrong I, with your what was wrong with your other primary teacher? He fucking sucked. No, he um <laughs> he was great. I just I struggled with a lot of repetitive stress injuries when mm. I was playing, and I had to like take some time off. And that's when I actually like went to an open mic too, and like explored that. Um, but I knew there was like something fundamentally wrong or like off with my playing in a very, very subtle way, but it was like causing me to put a lot of strain on my wrist. Mm. And there was this one particular teacher at Juilliard who was just like very, like sort of holistic, like had sort of like a different approach. And I knew that she would be able to help me in a way that like a lot of other teachers just didn't have the awareness to, because they didn't struggle with physical issues like that. Um, So I really wanted to study with her and I'm really glad I did. I mean, she really, really helped with my playing and I don't really struggle with injury anymore. Um, And then, you know, there was also just like, I didn't really know what I wanted to do yet. So it seemed like, well, this is working for now. I'll stay (laughs) here for a little longer. And then, but then in my master's, you know, I, that's when I started actually considering doing comedy. Comedy. Yeah. Here we are. It all kind (laughs) of, yeah, you know, great, great segue into my next question. Which one do you like more, comedy or the viola? Uh, I guess the short answer is is comedy, just because yeah. it's 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 the thing I do that's creative. Whereas like with music, I'm playing other people's music, 
it's that is interesting do you ever like, like try to compose like write yeah. your own music i've never had the drive to do that really I've, like thought about i've written a couple songs i have some songwriting in me but that usually turns into more of like a comedic thing uh you know just like too earnest time to throw in a joke (laughs) yeah yeah and but for some reason joke writing is is the way i can feel the most creative yeah and Mm -hmm. so it just feels like i'm using more of myself you're just hilarious is the the problem (laughs) you're too funny i'm so funny then i just when i'm playing the viola i'm just like i mean people are just not getting to hear hear my jokes Um, but the, the ironic thing is the viola in the music world is the butt of every joke. There's like viola really? jokes. It's like a, a real thing. Explain okay. that. So, what, what, why? I think it probably... The viola is a very awkward instrument to play. It's like why? It's like a little too big yeah. in a way, yeah. but you still play it like the violin. It's like acoustically flawed. There's like a lot of things about it. Um it's acoustically traditionally like it has a perfect instrument but let's keep it it's not this way now. <laughs> you know the f holes no everyone <laughs> it's not this way now i mean there are just like so many amazing violists in the world now but i yeah. think and there's more like repertoire being written for the instrument but but mm, back sure. in the day like like mozart uh yeah. would write pieces with like with a string quartet and an extra viola part that yeah. was like super easy so that he could play it because I guess he like wasn't that good at the instrument or something. I might yeah. be sort of getting the story wrong. But there's like a tradition of like violists not being as good of players. Yeah. Again, okay. I think that's just like not true anymore. <laughs> and maybe it was never true, but for some reason that's like the idea that like violists suck. Right. Like it's sort yeah. of it sort of reminds me of have you guys seen the school of rock and uh the, that girl who gets the bass and all she's taught <laughs> is G. She's like, just play G. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Is that sort of the vibe of being a violist? Yeah, like if you're playing in a string quartet, like your part will probably be like less technically demanding most yeah. of the time than like the violins. So mm-hmm. there is this idea that like, oh, you could like get away with not being as like technically like dexterous on the dexterous, instrument yeah, if you yeah. played mm-hmm. the viola. Again, it's like it's not really true, but it's, yeah, right. But like, eh, I don't know. It's like there's a culture of you know and a history. Yeah, you kind yeah. of don't. Is there anybody that just like shreds a viola? Like they just yeah, go. Who should in? we check out besides oh, you? Yeah, obviously. like I mean, okay. So like one of the most prominent violists, Kim Cash Cashian, not to be confused. Great name. Um, <laughs> just a hilarious similarity where people I think have like stumbled across Kim Cash Cashian by accident, looking for <laughs> Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian and <laughs> been like wildly like what? Like all right, I guess I'm gonna. <laughs> I guess Kim K plays the viola. That's pretty yeah, cool. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, Which is awesome. The, yeah, Tabea Zimmerman, Yuri Boschman. I mean, there's like a ton okay. of shredders, cool. you know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Isabel yeah. Hagen, I was waiting uh, is, for that name. I, you know, I do shred on occasion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go you go for a solo when you're not even prompted to. It's like, oh, this yeah. is my time. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> Plucking away. Yeah. Uh, you pluck at the viola too, right? That's a pluckable instrument. You, can, you can pluck it. Oh, you can pluck. Oh, you can pluck. Oh, violas pluck. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a there's a history of uh, being the butt of the joke, and unfortunately, I think that is uh, probably going to be carried into uh, forever because it's easy oh, yeah. to make. It's an easy joke to make. It's too fun, and yeah. you know. Honestly, you're just chilling though. If you have like a less technical part, like you can just be like, I'm just chilling, just playing my part, you know. 
-hmm. just and you know the thing is even if i had like an easy part i still get like just as nervous yeah. so it's like yeah. extra embarrassing when i am playing something that's like really easy but my bow is still like shaking yeah like yeah. uncontrollably and everyone's like why are you nervous and i'm like i don't know it's just it's just my anxiety yeah. it makes my heart race but right. um yeah. or i'm like excited that we're performing or something yeah right but of it course. would but it's like humiliating because everyone's like what's she can't fucking you know <laughs> get it together she can't do shit yeah that's when that's when you start crying um, right that's when your teacher comes in and starts uh berating you <laughs> yeah jesus um <laughs> Yeah, I think I've asked basically everything I wanted to ask about. Oh, how's the food at Juilliard? Did they feed you well? Oh, there's a, it's, I mean, there's a cafeteria, but you only really ate there if you lived in the dorms, which most people only lived there for like their first two years. But it's okay. fine. It's, yeah. I, it's like a pretty sad cafeteria, honestly, <laughs> as far as like universe. Damn. Like, I think I've, I've seen like some very impressive university yeah. cafeterias. I don't know why, but I feel like when I think of Juilliard, I feel like very, it's like kind of like an Ivy League of music schools, you know? And like, you know how like Ivy Leagues kind of like pamper their kids like crazy. They get like the best dining hall food and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm like imagining, but it's clearly not. It's kind of just standard. Well, the bill, it's funny because there's a dorm building and then there's the school building. The school building, yeah. feel, you feel very pampered. It's like very fancy. They keep yeah. redoing it. It's like, you know, over it's near, the top. It's, it is Lincoln Center, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the dorm building is in is in a nice area, but it's it's very much just like a typical a dorm. dorm. College it's like dorm. not yeah. very impressive at all. Maybe it's gotten better since I've been there. But Right. Um, and you used to like, you said you party a lot. Like, did the kids kind of have a, like a normal social life? I'm, I'm hoping so. It sounds yeah. like, a, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's not like a real campus, you know, your campus yeah. is kind of just like New York City. So it didn't like encourage like as much communal like hanging, yeah. which I don't know, we would all just find like the bars that would would let people let in. in. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's, yeah, it's there's, pretty normal. There's no Juilliard football team. <laughs> no, no, there was. There um, should be. I feel like there might have been yeah. some like unofficial Juilliard. So I don't know. I, I hate sports. So <laughs> I, sports I never know. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that true for most uh musicians that you went to they they're around it's like no one cared about sports i feel like that's probably um i feel like some did and some did my friends definitely we like we were not into you it hated sports you would they shit hated. on sports yeah no i'm not shit on it. i just like there's like nothing i have like less of an interest in it's like yeah. i don't even care enough to shit on it it's like and when <laughs> that I watch requires sports, effort to think about it yeah yeah like when i watch sports on tv it just looks like meaningless dots to me dots. like i can't right like are you into sports no art super into sports not a, no <laughs> i am i am not into sports at all i think it's it's an interesting like culture it's sort of like this like religious thing you know especially coming from nebraska which is a huge football team like a like a like a college football team torrin's smiling because he, he's into sports <laughs> he's a sports guy <laughs> uh art, but no art i'm not repeatedly asked me arts asked me to play soccer with him so many times i like playing sports but i'm not into yeah. sports i'm not like okay. watching okay. getting stats and shit um yeah are, sorry are you into sports fernando <laughs> not at all okay. big big no i'm i'm too small and too too weak and <laughs> we're, all, we're all just weak <laughs> every and, uh, way every i'm afraid way that's a big thing yeah. uh oh yeah i'm afraid of balls yeah. yeah they are scary um again if you guys want to start a soccer league i'm down all right like let's do it <laughs> if it was just the four of us 
But, we could do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's chill. It's 3v3 on Saturday mornings. This is, this is we're going, we're straying so far from the, the topic at hand, Juilliard. Uh, so no one played sports. No one cared about sports. Did you have a gym at all? No, no. Some people played, my friend was like, I had one friend who like played basketball on the weekends. It wasn't like no one okay. played sports. Okay. That all right. There, Some people. All right. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know why I'm, I'm like, oh, it has to be, ac- this info has to be accurate. I had one friend who played <laughs> basketball <laughs> is there anybody that's like a jock equivalent at like at juilliard Ooh, like, like, like the brass players are like the jocks <gasps> Ooh, you know like tell me more about that. trombone it's yeah. just like there's there's certain instruments that like anyone play like i think like violin viola there's like an even number of like male female yeah uh, mm-hmm. all types but you Ooh, get yeah, some, right. some instruments that at least when I was there, it was definitely like a certain type of person was usually mm-hmm. playing it. Like wow. a more like jock yeah. bro type of guy was Hell like yeah. trumpet, oh. trombone was and like double bass. Yeah, was like of a course. very male dominated. Yeah. The drums. Um, I was yeah, in per- sixth grade percussion. band. I remember this. <laughs> the what? Yeah, you- sixth grade band. I remember <laughs> the guys that played trombone and I was like, what? you guys are too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Much. They're like, and the thing is like in a lot of like in symphonies, the brass players usually don't have to play a lot. Like they have a lot of rests in the piece. Mm, yeah. So it's also like, they're just sort of like broing out back there. Like yeah, on their phones. Crushing. Yeah. yeah. Smoking cigars, dude. <laughs> in the back of the orchestra. Cause they have playing some beer pong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like more, more chill, at least on the exterior. Okay. <laughs> That's so funny. There is like a, a jock esque group of, yeah. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little um, bit, but but uh, not for every instrument. So. Right? Is there a marching band department at Juilliard? <laughs> no, I wish <laughs> that'd be sick, right? Because there's like schools that are like specializing in marching band. They have like an insane marching band. You know, that would be great if they. I wish Juilliard would make the brass, the wind and brass players take marching band. I think that would be so <laughs> helpful funny. for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, just, just hilarious. Around. Right? But, marching no, there's around, no, like, um, there's no down. musical theater. There's no. Which oh. I always, when you watch High School Musical, they always talk about like how they're gonna go to Juilliard, and I'm like, there's no musical there's no theater <laughs> at Juilliard. They're gonna be so disappointed. When they're gonna it. be so upset when you have to learn how to sing Mozart operas. Like, yeah. <laughs> so opera's a thing. It's interesting yes. that musical theater's not a thing. That's surprising to me. You would, yeah. I mean, I I wonder why. I don't know. They're yeah, very, yeah. um, you know, it's a very, very traditional. The school's very set in its ways. Yeah. They ha- they didn't always have a jazz department. Now they have a jazz department, so that's something. But oh, that's yeah, cool they should there. musical theater would be that would make it so much more intense too. Right. Musical theater people are like insane, the most yeah. intense. <laughs> Love them only to watch though. Would not want to be around them. No, <laughs> Imagine a, no. sc- a Juilliard level like musical theater department. It would be insane. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they would merge like the dance too. Right. You have to learn how to. It'd be a whole thing. It's actually not, this is not a bad idea. I think it would actually bring in some money. I don't know if Juilliard's strapped for cash, but this is a money making. (laughs) Also, it would bring the divisions, it would truly bring the divisions together Together. because it involves all three. Did you, speaking of, did you like perform for like student productions at like theater or anything? Like in the orchestra or whatever? Um, Yeah, we would perform for the opera. Oh, that's right. Like we would be in the orchestra for the operas. Uh, But not like a theater. I guess there's no music. I guess there is. They never did theater Opens. that there there might have been like one special thing where a play wanted to use some students from the music department so, i never yeah. did but yeah too cool too cool for that i would busy. i would they never asked me but i would have said no, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> right uh got it that's 
Of course. <laughs> of course. Too cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, is well, we got to start wrapping this up. This has been a lot of fun. I, I've gotten all the information I needed out of, out of uh, <laughs> Juilliard, and it's like I went to school there, basically. I'm living vicariously through you. Um, I think we would have been best friends. Um, I think yeah. so, too. Uh, I definitely would have been a trombone guy, though. I don't know if that's... Okay, wait. No, you would have... What would <laughs> you do? I think... I feel like you would have played the violin. Really? I'm getting... I get a wow. violin vibe. I don't know. Or a viol... Or you would be like a goofy violist. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. You know, me chilling in uh, the uh, the less technical part of the uh, the symphony and... Uh, we would have been goofy. stand partners. Yeah. Know? I don't know what that means, but I'm in. <laughs> um... I've always wanted to play the drums. A little secret about me to all the listeners out there. But my dad never let me because he thought they were instruments for the proletariat. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Instruments for the lower class is what he would actually say to me. Um, That's a whole other podcast, though. (laughs) Wow. I'll unpack that. What do you think Fernando plays? Oh, Fernando, uh, either cello or maybe... I can see cello for sure. Is cello the big one that where you sit down? Where you sit, but not. Oh, but the not... bass is the biggest one where you stand. Okay. The cello is like in the middle. Yeah, yeah I can see you okay. being a cellist. Okay, oh, I'm yeah. all about something where I get to sit down. Yeah, yeah, that's why I picked up. <laughs> yeah, I feel like how how do you know how tall a cello is? Like oh five um, five feet probably. It might be like five. I'm trying to think. No, <laughs> Torin's shaking his head. Do you know? It's like maybe like. I don't know. It depends with the end pin, how how high you mm, make it. Exactly. There's like a pin it, right? that comes out. Yeah. So. Okay. I was gonna say, I feel like Fernando would play an instrument that is about the size of his body, just yeah. as like a bit, because it's just like, look, it says it's my size. How funny is that, right? It's like that. He's a goofy. And then guy. I would get like a shoulder a shoulder strap to put it on my back when I'm not using it, mm-hmm. like a and just to walk around. Just cool. Yeah. Yeah. That that would just be cool. cool. <laughs> Such a Juilliard thing to do, by the way. Yeah. Might Very I add? <laughs> Everyone at Juilliard has backpack straps for their instruments. I was yeah. just about to ask that. Is like they yeah. give you the swag, so they you know that they go to Juilliard. Well, that we bring our own cases, but Juilliard does have like hilarious swag that like I don't know because right. it's it's not like a traditional like typical university, but you can get like yeah. sweatshirts with like Juilliard and like collegiate lettering, and it's yeah. like oh come on, like <laughs> we're not. <laughs> that shit sells. People will buy that. I kind of want to buy that. Yeah. You should yeah. you should get one. I would never you I would, would never. never wear one. I would be so like <laughs> but so many people at Juilliard wear them and I yeah. I don't know. I could never but You got to remind people. You got to remind people that you're going to Juilliard that you went to Juilliard. Right. I it's get your that. But it's like it's such an obvious way to do it that I would be yeah. embarrassed, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I don't wear I don't like to wear my college stuff either. It's just like uh, we get it, you know, you went to this school. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, anyway, we, we do start, we do got to start wrapping this up. Um, but before we do two things, uh, one, where can we find you? What are you up to? What's, uh, yeah. Where can we find you? If you go to my Instagram, Isabel Hagen underscore, all my stuff is linked there and I've got a podcast called good timing and I have a web series about being a violist called is (gasps) a violist, which is on YouTube. So Hell you yeah. can go to my Instagram or my website is com. It's all linked there. So it's all there. Tight. Everything she, there. she was also on Jimmy Fallon. So watch her stand up. She uh, had a late night uh, premiere, which is cool. I've been t- I've been touting it to people. Um, cool. So yeah, check her out, guys. Uh, that's where I found her. That's where I emailed her. Um, 
<laughs> and before we end this, as a little palate cleanser, something I ask all the guests, um, Isabel, could you please describe your perfect day? And we're talking, you can do anything. We're talking like unlimited uh, money, time, or no, not time. You have 24 hours. That's the one, that's the one caveat, but you can do anything. I'm, I want to know like what you're eating, what you're doing, who you're hanging with. Yeah, go. All right. I'm with like a group of my friends. There's like maybe five of us. You are there. No. No? (laughs) Um, If you play your cards right now. Uh, (laughs) We're in like a a cabin, but we're also like near like a town. So we can like go get (laughs) breakfast somewhere fun. Yeah. And then we just go on like a motorboat all day. Like one of those. What's the boat where you like water ski off of? Is that a motorboat? Uh, Yeah. Like a wake water ski. Yeah. Love riding in those. I don't actually like going in the water. I just love being on the boat when it goes super fast, and we just like boat around all day. Okay. And then uh, I would go do like three shows. What kind of shows? Talking stand up shows. Stand. Yeah. No, there's no viola in your perfect day. (sighs) Maybe we'd like read down a string quartet before that. I don't know. (laughs) Hard maybe. Not hard maybe. Yeah, it shows you. It answers your question on what I like better. We would do three stand up shows kill and then what kill it all of them and then just like uh i don't know i don't drink anymore so eat like pizza and then go Mm -hmm. home (laughs) whoa and then just call it a night that's a beautiful perfect day that's a that's one of the one of the one of our best for now i really hope i really hope at the end of each one of those shows someone comes up to you and goes what's it like being so talented (laughs) (laughs) i really hope that happens thank you that's part of the perfect day yeah Yeah, and one of the shows is you yeah. <laughs> it's me every time but you said three shows each one yeah. of us will be there for each of those shows and we'll come up to you and be like what is it like to be so talented i don't know yeah but I, one day i will maybe um yeah i think i think juilliard should have a comedy department i've been saying it for years get a clowning school in there i think it'll <laughs> elevate it they should do clowning because that's like a real discipline i know i've actually always wanted to take a clowning class i so, wanted yeah. to, i wanted to go to clowning if y'all want to if y'all want to try a clowning class yeah go to school let me know let's do it let me know yeah i'm down anyway um I can a lot of fun perfect day anything else you want to add in this is your last chance we'll never oh, ask you about um, it ever again okay um no that's that's it that's that <laughs> definitely done. all uh i've probably said way too much uh not a, and not enough yeah, and too much at the same me. time <laughs> i love it great uh Fernando, anything else on your mind for i Isabel? got nothing else to say nothing else to say um Tor, anything for you yeah, He's good. I, I, no, I, w- I want to know uh, what music you listen to that's not what you make. Oh, Ooh. great question. Uh, God, I <laughs> don't listen <Sorry>. to music. <laughs> I listen to well, I listen to a lot of stuff that I have not made, but it could be music that I would make, like classical music. Like cool. I listen to a lot of like, and I listen to a lot of film scores. Okay, I'm really Ooh. into. Uh, you know, I got really into this guy. Um, what's his name? Olafur Arnolds. Okay. He does a lot of like film music and like electronic kind of ex- beautiful like ambient stuff. Cool. Uh, we'll check him I out. Also, I just I love like the National. Okay. I love Heim. I like okay. those bands. So yeah, that's we love. I thought sisters. you were gonna say the National Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I love the National Anthem. <laughs> I just listen to every can't, version of it. Can't get enough. Can't get enough. <laughs> I love this country. Yeah. <laughs> I stand up every time I hear it. You know, I just put it on and 
start pledging the allegiance. Um, oh, yeah. I love it. Um, cool. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Check out Isabel Hagen, uh, wherever you can find her. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. You make no Torin, Fernando, what did you guys learn from this uh, wonderful chat? Nothing. Just, yeah, Juilliard. I I can't even compare it to a normal college experience because I I don't know what that's like. But just (laughs) the idea that, like, the the competition that they would experience, because I feel like you are very much pitted against your peers on a level that you probably don't find at other universities or other colleges. Right. The fact that you there is competitions even within the school that mm-hmm. is official competitions is like yeah. insane to me. And it like, makes sense. It makes sense just because of what it is. But it it's right. just it sounds insanely stressful and something that I feel like could break people pretty often. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And Torin, what do you think? Yeah, I, I definitely would have made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I feel. <laughs> go ahead, Fernando. No, no, no. Go on. What were you gonna say? Oh, just I did viola. Uh, I'm remembering now, like in first grade or something you know and uh one day the teacher just like took my viola and he's like you're not practicing yeah and i was like no that's no musical that's what a shitty teacher no no i mean i was not practicing at all he was well but you you were first grade you were six yeah yeah maybe second grade i don't know but old enough to know that i should have been practicing and i was like i don't don't want to practice i'm not doing this i don't know dude i don't know if i i I don't know if i'd put that on a seven-year-old seven-year-old right you should be disciplined as a seven year old (laughs) yeah i feel like discipline's a thing but not like you shouldn't you should practice this instrument you know well, that's people, when I started feeling bad about myself. I was like, <laughs> that moment, that exact I'm moment. I'm not good enough for anything. I had a similar thing happen to me when I was 12 with the trumpet. This The the teacher told me not to go to one of the performances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, don't show up. Did you guys ever have like um, like people come with instruments and, and, and people would go around and try out the instruments and they would rate you of how well you did and then you could, with the, if you get a certain score, you can sign up for those classes in, in, your, in your school? Oh no! Oh yeah, I did that. It was it was yeah. insane. It was like I wanted to do the percussion because again, yeah. I like to play the drum. I like the idea of playing right. drums. Yeah. Um, but that's and for I the remember proletariat. being what? So, but that's for the proletariat. The, yeah, yeah, dude. My 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 dad uh, did not like it, but <laughs> I I wanted to. Um, the movie Drumline just came out, so there was a huge line for drummers, and I mm-hmm. got so in my head about like playing, like doing the beat that they taught me to do, that I yeah. like just messed up terribly, yeah. and then they're like. I got like a one out of five and I, they were uh-huh. like, you can't, you can't sign up for drum lessons. And I'm like, okay. And I did decent on like the clarinet, which I didn't want to do. And they, and then, they, and I just signed up anyway. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You had to go through that. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just reliving. All of our lives were ruined. By, <laughs> by, instruments. by music, by music <laughs> ruined all of our lives. Yeah. We've, um, and now we, we all hate music. Now we, <laughs> yeah, all, we all hate, hate music. <laughs> But anyway, Isabel's super cool. I'm I'm a big fan of uh yeah. of her uh hist- history with music and with comedy. What a random thing to you know get into. That is incredible that 
just to be able to do so many things well is um, yeah I, i'm always amazed uh by what people can do i think anytime i hear anybody can do something well i'm amazed <laughs> right yeah, like, Sunita, you're giving a lot of faith here because we didn't get to hear it. we should have had her uh perform. play place play something yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know I, i'll give her the best she seemed musical she seemed talented right uh, you're yeah. just like you're so amazingly talented <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Immediately, immediately i'm sure she's Rina's, great that is very gonna... gullible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's in like five uh, multi level marketing schemes right now, <laughs> yeah. selling a bunch of shit. I'm not going to talk out Isabel's character. I'm sure she's a fantastic <laughs> musician. Fantastic musician and comedian. Right. Right. Yeah. We'll see her. We'll, uh, yeah. We'll even perform with her one day, guys. Exactly. All of us one on day. the same bill. Let's start a show with her. She's not even here. We're just. <laughs> <laughs> She's up. We can tell. She's up. Yeah. She uh, seems chill enough where she's like, okay, you know? Um, yeah. Super cool. Super cool. All right, dudes. Well, again, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one.